like a dragon. Balls and wieners all the way, right? I can't believe I gave my pennies to a geek. These things happen. Welcome to episode three of The Last Cast on Earth. I'm Richie Favalero. With me, as always, is Chris Coy. Hello, hello. Matt Jemmett. Hello. Tim McLean. Hello, everybody. And not with us, well, with us in spirit. Spirit. Josh Manchuk got married this week. Sure did. Yeah, to his sweetheart. Kathy. Yes. And you know where they're having their honeymoon, don't you? Yes, I do. The happiest place on earth. Disney World. I was about to say Cleveland. Oh, right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You've been to a different Cleveland than I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so congratulations to those guys. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, Absolutely. What about uh, you guys? What, how was your week? What, what happened in your weeks? <laughs> I went to my comic book shop and was disappointed because they'd sold out of the storyline that I was trying to catch up on, which is the death in the family. Not death in the family, death of the family, sorry, because death in the family is a totally different storyline for Batman. Yeah, that was Robin's demise. Yeah, the Jason Todd storyline where Joker beat him to death. So death of the family has started in the new DC line with the Batman story and the Joker's come back. But they've done the prelude now where you have to get Catwoman 13 and Batgirl 13 to do the prelude to the actual story where it starts in Batman 13. But they sold out, so I don't know where it starts. Ooh. Sellouts. I know. Uh, Chris, what about you? What, what happened? Video game. Week? It was a video game week. I, I, you got a new game. Yeah, I've been dry for a little while, but this game's this game got me sparked again on my Xbox every night and uh, staying up until 3 in the morning. It's XCOM. XCOM, X-com any, en- Enemy Unknown. I, I was actually about to just ask what game it was because a friend of mine has lost many hours to this game. Yeah, it's phenomenal and uh, i mean i played the original it was one of my all-time favorite games as a remake they've just done it perfectly it feels like putting it in the first couple missions it felt like it was 1995 again and all the missions were the same uh just uh, is it first person shooter i don't know the game it's it's third person turn based so way off the wall as far as the genres are concerned right not what people are into these days it's not first person the action's slow it's all strategy gearing up your guys moving up like incrementally moving up through the battlefield and covering yourself and you know uh, going on overwatch and sniping guys it's now because it's turn based would you say it, it's kind of uh takes sort of like a, a hand in something like Dungeons and Dragons, where you've got those oh, turns. A- yeah, absolutely, so absolutely. You, you have you have points that you need to spend per turn, and mm-hmm. you set them up. You know, you reload your gun, aim. You don't know what's going to happen during the aliens' turn, so it's like it's basically chess with aliens and in, in, in space marines. The best kind of chess. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played yeah. the multiplayer yet. I'm putting it off. I want to clear the campaign, and then I go online. I'm going to start playing against other people, and now I really think that chess thing's going to. I might come back next podcast and say the multiplayer sucked. But. I've been I've been addicted to a game this past week too. Which is Kevin Smith's "Too Fat to Fly." Oh, the, that's from a the Smarcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, have you guys downloaded it yet? Not no, yet. it's worth it. I, Did didn't, I didn't even know about this. What is this? It's essentially. Have you ever played um, those standalone jukebox games that they usually have on the bar when you go to a bar? They have a bunch of games on them. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is called Monkey Bash. And what you do is you're a clown. Uh, terribly frightening clown as all clowns are really with a bat who smacks a monkey and then the monkey has to go as far as he can but there are obstacles and there are things that can help him go further and so essentially this is this game too fat to fly i I know i know this game yeah it's jay and silent bob Mm -hmm. and jay puts silent bob in a slingshot and then fires him up in the air and you have to go as far as you can collect coins there's all kinds of different missions and uh and uh, things that you have to do to get like the bronze, silver, gold yeah, medal. But I, I've been totally addicted to it. I can't believe it. It's it's crazy. I know. I know the style of game. I played other games like that. Like with, with yeah, I think um, like Yeti count. Yeti Sports. Yeah, it's yeah. essentially the same idea. Yeah. It's so simple, but uh, challenging at the same time because they every time you get a medal, they present you with new challenges that you have to do. And of course, you're just you're firing. Kevin Smith into the air, and you can you can buy different costumes for them. Where they start off as Jay and Silent Bob, you can buy the Kevin Smith costume, which is him in his hockey jersey, and there's the Jason Mewes costume, and 
Yeah. Hmm. Really good. You should try it out. It's on yeah, I- it out. iOS right now. Um, free? Now. Free? Dollar? Mm, I think it was about a, I think it was a dollar. Buck? Yeah. yeah. Cool. But worth it. It's a buck oh five. Worth it. It's fun. Oh, worth a buck. What's not worth a dollar? Yeah, I was Freedom say, is a buck oh five. A dollar is usually yeah. like okay for a game for me. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Oh, I... Speaking of iOS, uh, Carmageddon. I downloaded it on the one free day. Which you was, did. I missed it. Oh man, I missed it. <laughs> oh man, is that ever awesome? Really, Carmageddon? Yeah, I used to play that. I spent many hours playing, going over to my friend's PC because his PC was the only one that was good enough to run it at the time. <laughs> um, that always and, and, and ruining like so many like brain cells playing this game. Yeah. for hours on end. Great game, and kinda I like play, tw- played the second like one as well. It's kind of like Twisted Metal, right? For anybody who hasn't. Yeah, Twisted. Yeah, Twisted Metal's kind of. Yeah, it is kind of like Twisted Metal. However, um, you got three different ways you can win the race. You either uh, kill all of the people in in the map, uh, like mm-hmm. pedestrians, which is insanely hard because there's like 500 of them, or wreck all of the cars, or you can actually race and go through all the checkpoints. Psh. But what fun is that? <laughs> because <laughs> you get most of your credits by either like getting combos uh, of killing pedestrians. I know it sounds horrible, and then. Uh, and also, like, <laughs> crashing into these other cars. And, of course, later on, you get better rank, and then you can start, um, like, stealing other people's, like, cars in the game. Uh, and it's online, and you can play with your friends? No, 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 no. Just, no. It's, it was always a one-player game. I don't think there was oh, ever really a okay. multiplayer, but okay. it was just a fun game to play. And the fact that it's fully functional on iOS, it's it's fantastic. They're, obvi- they're coming out with, an, like, a I think, sort of a reboot idea for today's PCs, but... Mm-hmm. That before they did that, they wanted to sort of bring it back, the old school, back to, you know, a, a platform where everybody can play it. Let's get to Matt Jemmett, who I know has probably the most exciting <laughs> experiences over the past week or so. Are, are you speaking of, of, of the LARPing? I'm speaking of Matt Jemmett's amazing LARPing adventures. Woo-hoo! Yeah, LARP, that was... LARP, LARP. Yeah. Crazy. What happened? Um, what can I say? Um, well, first of all, what yeah. was your character? Who's your character? Uh, his name is Van Lo. Van Lo? Yeah, be- Van Lo. Because uh, the race, one of the races is Gypsy. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, my character was a Gypsy. So, That's so racist. I know, right? Um, so <laughs> uh, you have, like, as part of the role-playing, like, requirement f- mm-hmm. for being a Gypsy, they sort of say that you should have an Eastern European accent. So, really? That's a little little much to impose God, on people, uh, isn't it? If you want to be a gypsy. You got to be a gypsy. If you have to be a gypsy, you have to be <laughs> Eastern European. <laughs> so uh, so it was, it was uh, Van Lo Slovak, which was his last name. Okay. Um, uh, Earth scholar. or Sorry, sorry. Celestial scholar. So essentially an arcane mage as opposed to uh, a healer. So okay. I was I was throwing I was throwing down the the damage, I was throwing it down. Well, wait a minute. So you got to pick your character from the ground up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, you build they a character offer, like D and D, right? Yeah, you build you a character roll. like D and D. You have uh, what's called build points. Um, the rule book is like sixty five pages. You go through it. Um, it. You can find it easily on their web page. Um, and essentially, uh, some of it is a bit hard to navigate, but it, um, the, everybody on their Facebook page is really nice, really friendly. So if you ever have any questions, you drop a question, and literally you have like 10 answers back all the time because everybody that's involved with this thing is crazy about LARPing. And has no friends. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I mean, and that's, and, that's, and that's the funny part too because, I mean, like I went, and there mm. are people there that are not daywalkers. like we're pretty cool guys i think i think we can all you know be you know go to a a group or a social gathering and and be and function and 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 be good um there are some people there that are and then there's some people that are like us and then there's some people that are um even better right so i don't know it it, it's really a mixed mash of people uh of different kinds of people you would think that everybody would be like just sort of nerd to nerd, but there's there's some pretty cute girls there, man. Like, really? Yeah, well, okay, so, yeah, yeah. so bring nerd it culture is expanding. Yeah, it the really same is. thing's it's true, true for yeah. like Fan exactly Expo right. or any of the conventions these days. And, and you got to think that for some people, going and doing this is going to be much easier than than sitting down at a table and playing D anD D with dice and because it's almost like acting, except there's some rules. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
Uh, whereas, you know, me sitting down and playing Dungeons and Dragons with uh, a bunch of rule books, pieces of paper, some graph paper, maybe some figurines and some dice, that goes over the head of, you know, so, some It's, some it's automatically out of your thing, comfort right? zone. I, I'm yeah. the same way with, like, singing. I can't, like, I can't sing. I have a terrible voice. But if I'm playing a character, if I'm trying to, like, sound like someone ridiculous, I'll, I'll belt it out. I'll sound great. <laughs> I could cut an Just album. Yeah. But only if it's, like, some weird <laughs> accent or some kind of weird kind of... Speech impediment. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So that's that's racist too. I know you're implying racism right <laughs> there. Racist? Oh, that was no, I, was thinking, I was thinking. That was more thinking Britney Spears actually. Oh. She's got that. That's bit of a classist. List. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I, don't know. No, I don't know what it is. This. Well, what I want, well, Matt, break it down for us. Like, how did how did the day work out? I mean, like, so you were getting ready, you got your robe on and everything, and you sure. Wrap some duct tape around a stick. No, well, tell us what happened. Okay, tell okay. us how so, it works. So uh, you can obviously make your own weapons uh, if you want. All the rules are in the rule book. Um, but for people who are just trying it out or are going for the first time who may not want to invest money in making these yeah. boffer weapons, yeah. uh, they'll lend you some. Boffer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they'll lend you some. What's that mean? I have no idea. Just, just, just what it's called. Um, so what are the rules around weapons? Uh, so they have like certain height and width requirements and everything else. Uh, essentially, they have to be made in a certain way so that if you hit somebody, they're not gonna. It's not gonna like you know hurt some them. It's not gonna do some serious hospital. damage. <laughs> yeah. But you can still do some serious damage if you hit them hard enough, right? Yeah. But yeah, if you need a pillow um, fight, you could. You can yeah. take somebody's head off. Yeah. So, um, you know, Remind there's that. Pillow fight with you. I mean, you don't have to have a costume, but obviously having a costume helps you get more into character. And, and it's I think gonna... not having a costume would alienate somebody, wouldn't it? Uh, well, I think their understanding of people who are, A, trying it out, or B, just starting, right? Okay. Like, mm. the, and they, they have rules in place so that um, you can spend some points so that you still have... Uh, enough armor points where they would having a physical representation of armor points okay. for those people that may not want to go out and spend you, you $400 get extra, on You get extra points for your costume? If if you bring a badass costume, you your armor is going to be a lot better than, say, somebody who doesn't. Unless you spend the points to, to, to get a better armor. They do that with how many points rat. do I get for a Canada, Canada goose jacket? And a Burberry scarf and some <laughs> Levi's. So, so if, you're, if, if, you're, if your armor is... is um, it, like to period, yeah. Uh, you're gonna get a better. It's a better rep. Therefore, you get better points. So, from, buddy, from who though? Who are you getting the points from? From 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 uh, like the, GM? The, the GM or the plot the plot team? So, didn't Warhammer does that right? Warhammer forty thousand. Like you get extra points if your pieces are painted, if your minis are painted. Probably, I think, I think so. so. I never sense. played it, but that makes sense. You, Chris um, brought up something though. Like if you time. show up dressed up as like. A well-known character. Like, if you show up as Spider-Man or Bane or something, they're going to be like, listen, um, that's really not what we're going for. Well, or? Uh, obviously, because that's, like, comic book stuff. But, I mean, yeah. if, uh, a buddy of mine literally had uh, uh, a shirt of, of chainmail that he made, like, probably about 10 years ago. Wow. So he brought it. And, of course, he got, like, badass points for his mm-hmm. armor because he had a physical representation of the armor that his character would wear. So he, yeah. he got a lot of points. Well, it's chainmail. Screw the boffer weapon. Somebody tries to stab with a knife. He's like, I still win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Screw how, you. How much alcohol is involved? Uh, <laughs> I, I bet none. And the laugh they're, happens. You're, they're, they're, I don't, I don't want to say that they're stricter. I, from my understanding, you're not supposed to. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure some people do. It's, it's like golfing. Uh, yeah. You know, same, same as... Uh, you're out in the woods, you're not supposed to drink, but everybody brings but some in their bag. Some. But I've been out golfing with you, and I remember <laughs> okay. by the... Yeah, we're going to get that story. <laughs> let's, not, let's not go there. Um, but, uh, you know, so they, they can provide you with all the stuff that you need. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, you uh, even if you're having a hard time figuring out how to build your character or to make it the most efficient, uh, before you start the weekend, you sit down with somebody and say, somebody who's experienced and knows the rules well, and you say, listen, this is what I'm trying to do. And they can kind of direct you and give you an idea about how you want to build your character. So they've got a lot of oh, they they've, like got a a lot of, they've got a lot of exactly they've got a lot of helpful helpful people there to help you sort of mold what you're looking for. And then you you bring it up to the main guy who runs it. Uh, he inputs your information into the system, and then once it's into the system, you can only change it once after that. And then your character is literally in the system, and that's your character. So and so now you arrive. And I assume you have like um, a 
guild or a team that you're not on? necessarily. I mean, uh, I, no. I, I, I was, uh, I was on the, I was on the, I was on the, yeah, I was on the Facebook uh, page. That's well, a much different website. Uh, much yeah. I like that LARP action. Yeah. I was on the, the Facebook page well before uh, I went that weekend. So I had already made some connections with some people. So there's already uh, like a gypsy group mm-hmm. uh, and they have their own cabin. So uh, I asked whether there were any other spots that were open in that cabin for me to stay in because you're either cabin like you're either in a cabin or you're tenting. And of course, right. that weekend, uh, no tenting for me. Uh, although all the barbarians tended because none of them like cabins and the barbarians are, you know, they they're want, so they hardcore. Want to tend, right? They're hardcore. Exactly. The so name, really. they're they're barbarians. so the I, got, I got a spot in 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 the cabin, which uh, the gypsy cabin is known as the rutabaga. That's just the name of their cabin, and uh, so because it's their favorite fruit, uh, exactly. should be known. Yeah. Gypsies' favorite fruits are rutabagas. <laughs> so it was nice because um, I had a place to stay, but just I didn't necessarily them. have any like aff- affiliations except with anybody that I had already talked to beforehand. And even then, in character, I, like I'm literally arriving at this like town for the first time, so okay. I didn't know anybody. Right? Okay, just for a second. In character, talk to us in character. <laughs> You brought it up. You're like, I have to talk in character. So just talk to us in character uh, for a second. Um, well, it would have been it would have been with my Eastern European accent. I'm waiting. And and it was funny too because the only way I could get in like into my Eastern European uh, accent was vodka. Uh, uh, no, well, <laughs> saying that word helps. But uh, I would remember. Uh, anybody ever see uh, Smoking Aces? Yeah. Okay. Remember the part where he's talking about the Eastern European jizz. So right, I, right. I would say that 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 I would say that and and the worst part was that when I got into that accent, trying to get out of it after that weekend was horrible. Okay, I'm still waiting though. How do you mean? Do you do you mean that there were remnants of your whatever Eastern European? Okay, when you were that, talking that like, the, like that for two and a half days, yeah, it's difficult to to like stop. The gypsy came through and work on Monday. Uh, okay, fuck. Well, stop. Just answer <laughs> answer in your dialect for God's <laughs> sakes. Do it. Uh, no. Not you. I want, I want to hear German. Uh, Van, Van Lowe Slovak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, this, this was very good. Uh, we, we, we spoke like this all the time. And uh, I went to the cabin and uh, I met some very nice people like, the, like Papa Nicky and uh, Talia, Mama Talia. And uh, they were very friendly to me. Okay, Papa we're taking Nikki him to the bar after Mama this, man. He Talia. can pick up. Yeah. He can totally pick up with that voice. That's awesome. Wow. And so what did you eat while you were rutabaga. out there? Uh, aside from rutabaga, <laughs> obviously. Um, actually, they, they, had, they have a, uh, like a sort of a, it's called the Green Dragon Tavern, whatever. Uh, it, the tavern has uh, a bunch of people who play in character, mm-hmm. uh, and they make food for everybody. So you can buy food while you're there, or you bring your own. Uh, I Do you had, pay with doubloons? Uh, no, you can pay with your regular... <laughs> Cash because you want you want to keep you want to keep with your you want to keep your gold and silver that you actually they actually have printed money by the way like they actually have gold coins and silver coins really yeah. wow I don't think All they're in. actual gold and silver but they they have actual coins for themselves but uh, I I paid with my regular Canadian money and that was pretty cool would you do it again uh, yeah it was a lot of fun but it was way uh, like so, like south of Hamilton so f- the drive for me it was. Horrible, especially uh, late on a Friday night. I know cars can be so hard to drive. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah I, when I got there at like gypsy. <laughs> we got, well, no, no. I, I got there and then I dressed up, right? So because I'm pitching you getting okay. pulled over. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, officer. I'm driving. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the Honestly, I'm helping. I'm, I'm sorry, trying to I get to the Rutabaga. Like. First time from out from behind horse. <laughs> Honest. <laughs> it, uh, it was uh, it was a uh, it was a bit of a drive. So. That whereas I think there's a, a lot of the core group uh, live quite close, like oh, okay. probably twenty or thirty minutes away, right? Um, and not to mention, you know, I mean, it's it's fifty five bucks for the weekend, which isn't too too bad when you think about for it. For the weekend, that's great for for the whole weekend. Yeah. Um, but you know, for for gas and stuff like that, and then that on top of it, and then also the fact that I work a retail job where weekends are difficult for me to get off from Friday to Sunday. Um, right. It's it. I can't do it all the time. Totally appreciate it, uh, Matt. And if you go again, you're going to have to make sure that you give us a better accent. Okay. Okay. Now it's time for news today. All right, let's go to Tim for the new news. New news. Yes, this is it. 
All right. It may have seemed Tim was cringing from the volume of that. Yeah, that's my fault. Why? Because I think I have my headphones up too high. That's my own no, fault. Just like you like hearing your own voice. That's what it is, I guess. But who doesn't like hearing my voice? Let's talk about the reality of tractor beams. Did you guys hear about this? No. No, no, no. All right. Awful. So two physicists uh, at New York University, yeah. their names are David Ruffner and David Greer, have developed a tractor beam. Uh, they fine-tune a beam that causes photons in the bright regions that are initially flowing past a chosen particle in the beam to scatter backwards. And when these photons hit the particle, they knock it to the next bright region. And although that's all layman's terms... I, it's, I still really can't figure out how it works. The particle is thus constantly pushed closer to the beam's source. And so they use a laser, and they are able to draw in particles with this tractor beam. So not quite the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, not quite the Death Star just, yeah. pulling oh, in the yeah. Millennium Falcon yeah. or yeah. whatever Star Trek's got going baby on. Steps. Baby, yeah. steps. baby steps. Baby steps. It's all going to yeah. start somewhere. And right now, if we can tractor beam babies, then that's a step. <laughs> One step <laughs> further to tractor beam Ewok. But I, I think it's a, you know what I, I have to credit science fiction for really spurring a lot of what actual science is doing these days. Oh yeah. Well, there's that documentary on uh, Star Trek, and you can watch it and see where they got certain ideas for things we had today, like the whole idea of the cell phone. Like they get beamed down to the planet, and they flip open the tricorder, and they're talking up to the flip phone. Flip phones. Yeah, that's yeah. communication, though. It makes sense that, that might have gotten discovered on its own. No, but never would have that. With Star the tractor beam, it actually kind of <laughs> makes sense that it might be the chicken before the egg thing. Like, yeah. would they have bothered to try to see if that was even a thing if they hadn't have first known about the science fiction version of a, of yeah. a tractor beam? Right, cell phones. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what blows my mind, yeah. is that for all these things that we can put on the table through Hollywood and whatever methods of fiction there are, how, how much more can we force science to create if we keep coming i mean like how long is it going to be before the hoverboard is invented because three, three more years i think right yeah isn't that what it says in the <laughs> yeah. movie 15 because yeah. of back to the future yeah 2015 i think yeah. it's 2015 yeah on the newspaper it's july 6 2015 <laughs> okay. what else you got what would you guys do with a tractor beam what 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 can you see as the primary in your life i'm telling you right now tractor beam tractor beam i am never getting up to get the remote again well, you just sitting miss- in my chair, and like, sure, that's coming right you're going to use it as like the force. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. No, I'm thinking because I commute. I'm thinking I just I want someone to tractor beam me to work. Yeah, just yeah, I'll step outside my door. Like you know, if we can't transport, if there's no transport, yeah, transport if I right. actually have to physically travel, then let's do it through beam. Just like bodies flying through the air. <laughs> hey, Richie. Hey, hey, Whoa. Okay. <laughs> See you next week, Carl. That's it? Yeah. Tractor beam yeah. to go to work. Tractor beam to get the remote control. As the force around my house, yeah. For what about you, Matt? What would you use a tractor beam for if they were mm. around? Maybe, maybe if, if, if the, there needed to be – if there was a need to move something specifically that we just couldn't do on a regular basis, I, I don't know. Maybe something like – Moving a friend? No, not necessarily a friend. Can I borrow your tractor beam? I don't know. Again? <laughs> maybe <laughs> something that's a, uh, like – abandoned out in the i don't know there there's got to be some good ideas to use a tractor beam where it would be for good not like environmental you're thinking like like mining like oil sure yeah 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 like like yeah like or like a ship that's maybe sunk that we can't pull up from the water uh or the beach or whale. something like that or, find yeah. a beach whale and you can tractor beam it back into the water <laughs> yeah that too Dead car- That's nice, tractor beam. It's dead carcass. Instead of no, no, no. He's instead saying, of blowing he's it up, they stink. He's saying live. You can't leave that on the beach. Well, have you seen the video where they explo- where they blow that one up? <laughs> what a mistake that was! Oh my oh, god, rotting blubber. For oh, you've miles. never seen that? No, oh, I've never seen it. We should we should at least mention it. So a, 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 a huge whale washes up on shore at some small town, and they have no idea what to do with it. Like. It's dead. <laughs> oh, it's no. dead. It's rotting. The tide's never going to take it away. They're like, we ha- what are we going to do? Like, well, we can cut it up, but it's, that's going to take forever. And then we have to haul these pieces away. Okay, well, let's blow it up. Let's. No. We have. I know. No, TNT. Oh god. So no, like that seems. How much that seems TNT so did they use? Like, so much that like, this, the whole whale blows up into like 
ice cube sized <laughs> chunks. Oh no! And people people showed up to watch it. Who wouldn't? Whale yeah. guts and oh my god, it was such a and disaster. The, there's like Coleman Coleman cooler sized chunks coming down on cars, <laughs> crashing <laughs> windshields <laughs> in the parking lot. Miles for miles. It was the worst. Well, which town was yeah, this? Because I've never gone there. YouTube it. All right, now this isn't so much a news story. Brooklyn Superhero Supply Store. Have you heard about it yet? I think I saw an article on this, but I didn't uh, click on it. Mm -hmm. They say they're the online purveyor of high-quality crime-fighting merchandise. And if you haven't been able to visit their website or the store in Brooklyn, some of the things they offer, they got everything from capes to canned chaos, half-gallon jugs of invisibility and elasticity, should you need it, bottles of stuff like magnetism, reflex, intuition, they have particle guns, thunder inducers, mind readers, evil blob containment units. And for $42 million, you can get an invisible plane just like Wonder Woman. What? You have no, something no, no, to no, say? Keep, no, keep going. I no, rest them in that price point. range. Yeah, well, you know, it's for the elite, the Tony Starks. You need, one of, you need a black Amex in order to go <laughs> in the store. <laughs> My absolute favorite is for five bucks... Oh, no, sorry. This isn't my favorite yet. But for five bucks, they'll also sell you a catchphrase if you're a superhero who's just starting Nice. Out. Yeah. Does the guy behind the counter just wing it? And this <laughs> or is there like, a li- is there like an actual Google's list? catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Or, there, or is there, there's like a program <laughs> generator. Maybe the last yeah. cast should find out what their catchphrase He's would be. He's just got a fucking mad lib book in front of him. He's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you're Popsicle. And, uh, he's just making shit up. He doesn't know it. Popsicles ahoy. That will be your catchphrase. Five dollars. <laughs> they actually even have a secret identity program, uh, whose motto what? is "Strive to be boring," and they'll help you out with your secret identity. You can buy uh, glasses, okay. wigs. So I got a nerd the, story uh, that, okay. along these lines. So uh, when I w- when I was in high school, we used to play or grade school actually. We used to play V and V and Heroes. So we didn't play like we played Dungeons and Dragons a little bit tabletop, mm-hmm. but then sure. we went tabletop superheroes. Uh, we made up a game. Within the game. So in the, super, in the superhero, we had big missions. And it's just like D&D, except you're superheroes with powers and you fight villains. We, we made up a game so that our, our characters played uh, a role-playing game where they were high school students. And we had... Really? We, we fully did the rules. We had character sheets that our characters had. Oh, I'm such a nerd. And, How Shakespearean uh, of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we fully played this. Sometimes we would get together and we would only play the other game. Where you were high school students. Yeah, right. we were role-playing. <laughs> oh, we were playing high school students. And the we would roll to see, game. like, if, if Margaret liked us. And we'd roll for it. And there was rules. And then, like, whether wow. or not we'd go to the prom with her. That must have been torture for the DM. <laughs> I don't know. Because, so honestly, honestly, what if somebody decided, you know what? I, I'm going to go and uh, fight crime. Oh, I didn't plan for that yet. You were the gaming inception. You just kept getting deeper and deeper <laughs> in. You go to the other layer down, another layer down. Yeah. Perception. <laughs> My absolute favorite thing that Brooklyn Superhero Supply Store sells: cybernetic hench fish. Fifty bucks. Okay, explain. Well, they they advertise fish? It goes in your tank. Cybernetic hench fish because they say at some point guard dogs have got to come up for air. So why not go with fish? So they sell these for fifty bucks, and. Uh, I can't wait till mine come in. The yeah, night. if you're Aquaman, that helps. It guards your place. If you're Aquaman, it helps guard your place. But otherwise, you just have to leave yeah. fish tanks lying around in certain parts of your house and hope for the best. Get, like, get him. No, no, get him. <laughs> Wasn't there one of the recent superhero cartoons that had a henchfish? Henchfish. Uh, Megamind didn't didn't have sort of a oh maybe Megamind a, did yeah it wasn't not, not necessarily a fish but it was something in a bowl of water. Dude, I just no you're right you're the, right yeah, yeah, he, yeah. his um. Yeah, he was a fish on with robot body, right? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes he was just the bowl. See, oh, when right. you said the the, uh, the cybernetic fish, I automatically thought the uh, Austin Powers like there's freaking sharks with lasers <laughs> on there. I automatically thought that these are more in the goldfish size. Yeah, I want shark. I want yeah. shark size with lasers. With well, lasers. Browse the website. You can check it out at superherosupplies.com. And you can order all this. Oh, obviously, you, you can, can order, order all this stuff. Uh, their motto, officially, if we don't have it. A superhero doesn't need it. So there you go. Speaking of superheroes. Oh, by the way, villains are not allowed to shop there. Wow. But they specifically said that? Yeah, villains not allowed. (laughs) 
That's I was talking awesome. with a friend of mine years ago. I remember we had this conversation, and we were talking about what would you be in the city? What would be your superhero? And he's like, oh, well, I would go around, and I would, um, I would eliminate all the homeless people. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, they no. he's like, literally, he's like, they have no homes, and they don't want to be there, so I would eliminate them, and I would be here. I'm like, but that's a villain, man. Like, that's horrible. He's like, no, because I believe what I'm doing is right, so therefore I'm a hero. It's like, because the villain is always the hero of his own story, yeah, right? Oh, wow. So how wow. do you define who the villain is? Before we skip ahead, so is this, I mean, it, it sounds interesting and, and fun and funny, yeah. but are, is any of this stuff legitimately able to be able to be used for crime fighting, or is this just sort of like a gag place? Only the ah, invisible well, jet. The thunder inducer. <laughs> yeah, only, no, the, yeah, only the invisible jet. <laughs> thunder inducers are firecrackers. Particle guns are nerf guns. Evil blob containment unit is so like a fun. jar with like that oil that. It's like a lava, lava lamp, lamp. Lava essentially. Lamp. <laughs> you know, a lava guy, lamp with evil, though. The guys who are listening, yeah, the guys okay. who own that store are listening to this. They're like, you're giving away our fucking secrets. They're not that. No, it's real. <laughs> All right, happening. come on. The cybernetic henchfish probably don't float, but I want them anyway. But speaking of villains not allowed, mm-hmm. what if we could go somewhere else for our villain supplies? What if you fancied an extra pair of hands like Dr. Octopus? Home Depot. What would you say? I was going to say, Home Depot. Is yeah. You're a DIY guy, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Well, as a supervillain, you have to because there's no store for us. Well, uh, us. You've, you've already <laughs> injured yourself oh, as yeah, a dark supervillain. Side. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. It's okay. Well, it's a good thing I'm a friend dark, of you already. Dark side. Yeah. Dark. Scientists have developed a pair of intelligent arms that can make any job easier. Semi autonomous arms that extend out in front of the body from the hips strapped to a backpack-like harness that holds the control circuitry. The prototype is the handiwork of Federico Peretti and Harry Asada of Massachusetts Institute of Technology, who suggest that one of the first uses could be to help factory workers. Or those with tricky yeah, DIY sure. tasks That's what you to think, perform. but the first yeah, task... starts there. The first but... task can be masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, six of when, when you said they wrap around your waist, I was thinking that they were basically just like T Rex hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're just a crotch height. Perfect. <laughs> Finally, the real stranger. I don't have to sit on my hand forever. Here's the scary part they've designed the limbs to learn and hopefully anticipate what their wearer wants. Again. We go back to again. 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 I knew I better, I better, better hit on that place, before man. you guys That's... did. So, yeah. Does that scare you at all? Well, uh, that part does kind of because, okay, yeah. so I have this AI. extra set of hands and I'm about to reach for my beer. I'm talking a lot about alcohol tonight. I, I want to reach for my beer, <laughs> except my hand does it for me first and now I don't have my beer. Well, I'm willing to wager that in but the But your case, hand's not going to run off with it. It's still going to pass you the beer. Maybe. It might try to keep, like, keep, keep away or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh if you're just reaching for a beer, I'm going to assume that you're not wearing the autonomous arms. Why would I take them off? No. Exactly. <laughs> so. Why would you ever take them off? You, they, you want them fused to you. You'd become the yeah. Doc Ock. However wow. much they cost, yeah. See, and then they're learning. They're like, I think you've had enough. They shake the finger at you yeah. on one hand, and then they just hold the beer at arm's length from you. And they're slightly longer than my arms. <laughs> you, you, you've been, you've been Damn you for what arms. Greatest charade player of all time. And just like a billion arms like. Doc Ock. You're Doc Ock. A spider. <laughs> no. It wasn't right the first time. Why is it right the next seven times you ask it? No. You're just a plain octopus. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Well, hopefully no villain ever gets uh, a hold of something like that. Anyway. Those of you who can't see at home, let's, we're let's, all pointing let's, at Chris. Let's, let's I need a pen them. and a website. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Borderlands for a second, can we? Who's playing Borderlands 2 right now? Uh, I was a couple weeks ago, but I've been so busy I haven't had a chance to play it recently. I have a lot of friends and my I friends that's playing it. You know what? I haven't had it. Then this is for you, Matt Jemmett, Okay. because Borderlands is coming to the iOS. Ah, yes. So if you got an iPad or you got an iPhone, you're going to be able to play Borderlands, but it's not going to be the same. No, it's something different. No, it? it's going to be top-down Yeah. It's with like the original a... four Vault Hunters, Mordecai, Roland, Lilith, and Brick, and uh, it's going to be top-down. And check this out. You control all four at the same time. So it's more of a strategy Yeah, as you I, play I, the game. I, I, I saw, I, I don't know where, I think I got an email or I was looking stuff up, but 
I saw that that was that was happening actually quite recently, and I, I was I was looking at it and I read that it wasn't going to be the actual Borderlands game, as you mm-hmm. said, it's going to be something completely different, different, right? new. Having yeah. not played Borderlands though, so this seems like that's not the Borderlands experience at all. So no. is the world is the world well thought out enough? Is it fun enough to just experience that world that we want to be in that in that same universe in a different game that's not Borderlands? That remains to be seen, I guess. I yeah, it's still I like first person shooters. I have yet to play it, but I like first person shooters. And yeah, the first me too. one was a first person shooter. So for it, for them to make something that's uh, on iOS not first person shooter, but it let it, but it be in that Borderlands world. I don't know. I, it remains to be seen. I think here's where I think that um, you know they advertised, of course, with the first one and the second one. It was like hundreds of thousands of guns. Second one Bajillions, was millions of yeah, was. billions of guns. And this one, there's like thousands of guns. Yeah. However, I think where it's going to appeal to anybody who's a Borderlands fan is that you can combine the powers of your team to do. Uh, like super attacks using all of their special powers oh, so could, at the same time. Kind of like the X-Men games yeah, for the consoles. Or which Voltron. Is, which is the way it looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly the way it's going to look, right? Probably, that yeah. top-down, four players. I just don't know how you're going to... It's it's hard enough to play a really uh, action-oriented game on the iOS. I'm not sure how they're going to do this whole... You control four players all at the same time, yeah, and it seems like maybe it's something and doing something all that. Was designed for iPad, probably right. better for iPad. Yeah, yeah. where you, you got a bit more room to play. I'm still probably going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker. Borderlands is one of my favorite multiplayer games, which brings me to my next point. I want to know what is your favorite multiplayer game of all time? Wow, uh, I'm a I'm a big Halo fanboy. Oh, I'm really, yeah. really looking forward to next week. I've already pre-ordered two copies just to make Halo, sure Halo that I get because uh, I want to make sure I get the collector's edition. So I pre-ordered twice, and if I get one, then I'll take the other one back nice. if I end up with oh, two, okay. just Fair to enough. make sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a big Halo fan. I, I don't think it's the best world necessarily. I'm not like super into the story, but the, whenever I play Halo, I have the most fun. Can you tell me, because I do have some Halo experience, but not a ton, because um, I'm a PS3 guy, but I do have an Xbox, and I just don't play it enough, but The Needler. Yeah. Love it. Really? Yeah. Love it, because it's, uh, it, it's home. It homes. <laughs> it, it, homing. It's a homing. Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a homing a, bullet. It's a homing yeah. bullet. It's multiple. Like, I just like, feel like I always... like a homing whenever Uzi. I, whenever I played wow. like a, a, a local LAN game with a bunch of guys i always ended up with the needler and it just wasn't the, the, the needler is a power weapon it's considered a power weapon if someone has it the is? needler and they know how to use it you need to you need to get out of there yeah because if they get if you're if their reticule goes red and you're targeted they just need to hold the trigger and, and the bullets will fly and they'll find you and if enough bullets combine it's called super combine if enough <laughs> of the needles hit you they combine to make you blow up. Wow. So it's basically auto-death. All right. I have to start playing that game again. <laughs> I'm going to go, I, for multiplayer purposes, I'm going to go old school, and I'm going to stick with Gauntlet. Sure. Yeah. That no, was Gauntlet's one of my great. all-time favorite multiplayer games. We for all the, sit around and just play. And, for the experience. Though. That's, that's yeah. why I like Halo. It's, it's not about necessarily the game or the game world. It's the whole experience. And I, you know, how mm-hmm. much fun do you have when you yeah, play yeah. this? There was a terrific remake of uh, Gauntlet for the PS2. And it was called Marvel Alliance. No, it was Gauntlet Legends, but <laughs> same difference. <laughs> but so they, uh, that's the thing. Marvel Alliance essentially it's gone. You get your four characters. You all run around. You each have your power and go through the go through the quest. It's great. Yeah. Legends was actually arcade. Oh was, really? Yeah, it was, it was arcade yeah, before yeah, yeah, yeah. console. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! Well, I, I cleared it. I this is, is I was I was in Vegas with a, a buddy. Um, and, and we you had, went to a video arcade. Well, we ran. That's out of, my man. We ran out of money. <laughs> I went to Vegas. No, we ran out of money. So on the like the last day, we're like, I cannot go to the casino again. And we had like five hours before our flight. It's like, well, let's go to the arcade. There's an arcade in the. And we spent we spent twenty five bucks each on Gauntlet Legends, and we cleared it. Really? In the arcade, we cleared Gauntlet Legends. This is like video an arcade as an adult, which is awesome anyway. Because yeah. the only place you find full arcades these days is in Vegas. Right. Probably... Do you think your name's still on that machine? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's your I mean, What's who, your three digit moniker? C O E C O E. What was yours, Matt? 
MJJ. MJJ? Yeah. TIM. TIM. Makes sense. FAV for me. Yeah. Matt, what about you? Multiplayer uh, game. What's multiplayer your, game. There is a game, uh, not probably not very well known, uh, that I lost many, 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 many hours to. Um, it's called uh, Tribes Aerial Assault. It was on PS2. Um, and uh, it was literally we never played it online with anybody because online gaming on PS2 just wasn't really all that. But what you could do is you could link them together. But my yeah. buddy and I just played against bots. And uh, we played it like multiplayer. It was literally a multiplayer game. That's it, right? Split screen against bots. And you have a whole bunch of different classes. And it's a first-person shooter. And you've, you, you've got vehicles and everything else. And so we just literally played like capture the flag or and those sort of games for hours and hours that was the one where you could be like in a, in a spaceship or you could be on the ground yeah, yeah. there were like so many vehicles jet packs. yeah jetpacks yeah, there's so many vehicles anyways i lost many many hours to that i have Never i have it. lots of uh fave multiplayer games uh everything from uh rainbow six vegas to uh of course borderlands um yeah. but oh you know what else was good time splitters that was a good game time, time splitters, splitters is yeah. good yeah but I think my favorite was in the arcade. It was called Xenophobia. Yep. And it yeah. was stand-up arcade, three players, and you were in a spaceship. And essentially, you guys were all like Star Trek-style uh, inhabitants of the spaceship. It was basically gauntlet in space, right? Well, except it was side-scroller. And you went from side to side going through different parts of the space station or ship or whatever it was fighting aliens. And you guys never, never played this game? No, I, I, played, I played it, but I thought it was three-quarter like uh, three-quarter view like Gauntlet. No, side-scroller. And you would pass people. So there's really only one level, but it showed you on three different screens on one screen. So it was yellow, blue, and red. All right, well, xenophobia brings me to my next uh, my next topic of discussion, and that is I need to know if you guys, speaking of phobias, if you're afraid of anything. Are you afraid of anything? Are you willing to admit that you are afraid of anything? I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I actually kind of wish I was because I, I, I want that feeling, right? I want to be able to watch a horror movie and get the same Fear experience that good my, thing. my girlfriend gets out of it. We were... Um, I went zip lining. Yeah, and my my girlfriend's like freaking out. Like I, I had a, I'm like lots of hugs and calming down. Like you're not going to die. Like this is going to be fun and, and whatever. And like she did it, and it was like this thrill of her life. And she's like, oh my god, I can't believe I almost didn't do that. And I'm just like, Woo-hoo. yeah, you know, I, I wish I was scared of heights. I I I don't know. I'm just All of not, a sudden, Cooey's fucking daredevil. She's a man with no fear. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I'm not an adrenaline junkie, so maybe Cage. I just haven't put myself out there enough to be, to have those fears, but no. I mean, I, or put yourself in those situations anyway? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What about you, Matt? Uh, are, you, yeah, are you afraid of anything? I'm, I'm, the, cla- I'm the classic, uh, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. Not, not, not great. Not great for me. I, which is, which What's is, that called? What's being afraid of heights called? I couldn't tell you. What's what, the phobia? But it's weird, though. Uh, I don't know the name of the phobia. But I will say, I'm, like, I'm not deathly, but, like, get me on the glass floor of the CN Tower, and I'm not going in. Like, yeah. Like, my, is... my wife went over and did a tap dance, and I'm like, you you go and do that, because I'm not going over there. What about flying? But see, uh, flying, I just ignore the fact that I'm flying, <laughs> and, which is really Easy weird, to too, because... Yeah. If I had a superpower, I'd love to fly. <laughs> but uh, I think I think that would be a great superhero. I know, right? You would also, you would also need a, a super psychiatrist to go along yeah, with that. Serious, power. right? Uh, but I, I think half of it also has to do with the fact that I get I get I get crazy vertigo, and whether I inherited that from my mother or not, I have no idea. But even playing, I know it sounds like stupid, but even playing video games sometimes when your view goes into a way where like literally you're looking over the edge of a building, like in a video game. Or like a bird's eye view when you're looking down. Or something yeah. like that. I literally get vertigo from watching that. Wow. Like playing, like <laughs> playing, like, how, like playing like... City of Heroes. If I'm up on top of a building, I know you're laughing, right? I'm up on top of a building, I look over the edge of a building, I'm like, whoa. That was a good game. <laughs> Did you, so I'm going to take one of them. Did you, I'm going to take it, you didn't take the look at the Felix, uh, the jump from his point of view. 
looking down at the earth. Like you didn't look at that. <laughs> I, one, right? I saw him go, like and and we like I, I saw that. That's not too bad, but what about IMAX yeah, movies? Because you can't even put that in perspective, right? I mean, yeah. like from no space, no, exactly. It's so it's, high, it's, a little, it's ridiculous. I, I feel bad for him. I mean, yeah. I don't feel bad. But for him. I saw awesome, when but. I watched it because I have a I have a mild mild phobia of heights. Yeah, but. uh when I saw him do the jump from his head camera, I started to get a bit nauseous. Like, I was like, oh, God, that's not okay. Did you see the interviews with him this week? They're like, so, you know, was that like a huge thrill for you? He's like, no, it sucked. Like, I actually, he's like, but aren't you like a, a, a adrenaline junkie? He's like, no, I'm, I'm really not. I could do it more for like the science. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. My real phobia, though, I have a mild, well, not, I have an arachnophobia. Oh, yeah. Which is fear of spiders. Did you say mild? Yeah. Now, the reason why, when I was a kid, I remember waking up in the middle of the night and maybe like five, six years old and opening my eyes and seeing these legs over my eyes. And I brushed it off and there was this pretty large spider that was just sitting on the bridge of my nose. So I just saw these legs over my eyes. So since then, I've been kind of like, kind of kind of not cool spiders. <laughs> was was he one like, of those ones that wanted to, that, that, what, how many spiders we eat in our sleep in a year? Like two five. or the five? There you go. He's no, probably, I know. I know yeah, what's the five. I've got it So, so you avoided the one out of your out of the, five? the five that year. Yeah, you only he was four. on his he way to your four. mouth at yeah. the time. See, it's uh, creeping me out now a little bit. It's kind of yeah. Oh, it's just yeah, not okay. Spiders, and they're creepy. Eh? I mean, they they wrap their prey up and they drink the fluids out of the middle of them and leave them. It just they creep me out. Man. I'm not gonna lie. I hate sp- I hate spiders too. In fact, right now I'm dealing with either. Uh, an infestation of spiders, or just a couple of really fast ones, because I just or one. Oh yeah, really, I, really I saw really that it was like fast. Yeah. I, there's a lot of spiders in my house, or one really fast one. Because honestly, I did, I keep there. Uh, I only see one at a time, mm-hmm. and it's in a different room all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Minutes later. What's interesting though, even I and re- then he's gone before you try to get him, or well, just... I leave him be. That's the thing. Your roommates. When I was a kid, I, like... hate, I hate spiders, and I I kill them when I can, but. This time I'm just I'm trying to, and then you know what trying happened? Trying to keep the peace. I had a, I had a dream. I had a nightmare the other night that a spider about ten times as large as the one that's in my apartment right now, or ones. <laughs> I know you're listening. Uh, was in my dream, but this spider every every time I would get near, it would jump. It would jump like. You, you, a so you foot. woke up in a cold sweat. I was. It was terrible. I actually wondered if it was real or fake when I woke up. This might have something to do with my my like no fear thing, or maybe it's just because I'm like a psychopath. But I don't. I've never had a. I've never had a nightmare. Ever. Never. Like one. I've well, never man. woke up. I know. I've never done one. I've never like woke up. Never. It's never happened. Totally I've never is. woke up like it's from a totally dream, a like, super villain. Do I not can... give him the address for those fucking arms. I'll tell you that right now. Caligynophobia. What is that a phobia of? What is that a fear of? Calagynophobia. Vaginas with teeth. Close. Okay. Actually, it's that's altogether not untrue. Because well, come on, <laughs> it's not. Well, he said gyne, which yeah, that's which, yeah. Which, oh, but I have calagynophobia is a fear of beautiful women. There you go. Uh, who have mm. teeth. And teeth. vaginas. And vagi- vaginas with teeth. <laughs> I'm not going to say that all beautiful that, women are it? just vaginas I'm, with teeth. Yeah, that's right. not. Let's edit that part out. Yeah. Josh, Josh is <laughs> Something else say, is going to Where's, where's Josh when yeah. you need him, man? While we're having all this fun here in the bunker, we have made contact with somebody outside. The outpost. Ooh. It's Danny Kidd. Yeah, yeah. And he's in the outpost. And he's talking about cosplay this week. Are you guys ready to hook up with Danny? Yeah. Okay. No, not yet. <laughs> yeah, just wait. What about now? Now I'm ready to go. Yay. All right. Danny. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Danny Kidd for the last cast, and uh, sorry I couldn't be in the studio, but hey, costuming and cosplay. It's evolved past Halloween and just running around trying to stuff your face and getting a sugar high for free off your neighbor's dime. Cosplay has evolved. Although, I am not fighting those girls who just put on lingerie and bunny ears. Best bunny costume ever. But hey, if that's not your bag, welcome to your costume guide. He is my buddy, Alan, who works here in Calgary at the Costume Shop. Very busy time of year for you, Alan. <laughs> yeah, I actually just got out. Well, thank you so much for taking my call. Yeah, no problem. Well, listen, dude, costuming and cosplay is huge, especially this time of year, of course. It is. I mean, we just got through with uh, Calgary Expo a while ago, but Edmonton Expo this past weekend. Yeah. So many people take their costumes so seriously. <laughs> when somebody walks into your store and says, hey, I need a costume... And they just mm-hmm. leave it at that. Where, what do you What do you do? Where do you go? Well, we can ask them what type of costume they want, um, what they're willing to spend. Because some people just want something 
quick and simple, and mm-hmm. some people want something a little more elaborate. Well, this is kind of where I was going because I wanted something a little bit more elaborate, but I'm you know something you could win a costume contest with, but uh, I, I'm not made of money. In fact, I'm very, very poor. Um, I don't want like that Walmart special because you can tell when somebody just bought the $10 one size fits all yeah. costume. What, what's something quality wise I can look for when I am costume shopping? What we do, uh, well, because my store does, we sell costumes and we rent them. Okay. The people who rent them typically are the ones who win the contest because they're one of a kind uh, vintage or handmade pieces. Oh, wow. So that's typically the best looking thing. A lot of people too will buy the pre-packaged costumes, but change them, alter them, add to them, that sort of thing. It all depends on what they want to be. So there's no real trick to finding a great costume. It's just... It's putting... It's really... The simplest way to put it is just putting in some effort. It's all about accessories. Adding that last final touch that just... That's it. That's what you needed. Like, whether it's a wig or the right pair of shoes or boots, that's pretty much what you need. No sneaks for me anymore. What nope. about makeup? Because, I, I mean, I'm looking on my Facebook feed right now, and some people are, are uh, experimenting with some really cool-looking injuries. <laughs> Sounds yeah. so wrong, but uh, it looks like they're bleeding and they're zombies and, and craziness. I'm not a makeup artist myself. Is that something I can do? It's very, very simple to do, actually. Primary ingredient is liquid latex, which you can get at most, I believe most costume is it expensive? Uh, suppliers have it. No. It's, it's, it's relatively inexpensive. And I can totally do it myself? If I can do it, you can do it. I'm not a makeup artist by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> so what happens when somebody comes into your store and they want to go sexy, but they don't want to just do the lingerie and bunny ears? <laughs> that seems to be a common trend uh, among the younger girls. There's a lot of selections in the prepackaged stuff. There's not too much uh, otherwise. It's just if you want to go risque... <laughs> You have you've got to just buy the prepackaged ones because other better just make it yourself. But well, Alan, this is a good start for me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, man. You're very welcome. Costume shop in Calgary, Alberta. If you're looking for a costume for Halloween or otherwise cosplay, go check them out. Exactly. Awesome. Sit back down and shut your trap. It's time. 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 Give me a skip one, Barkey. <laughs> okay yeah nice. we're experimenting on the last cast gotta give a uh, big thanks to uh danny kid out in the outpost uh for hooking us up with all of that uh cosplay info and uh helping you out with really uh if you're listening to this right now you don't have much time to prepare for halloween or you have lots of time for next year there you go honestly i'm looking at my watch glasses right always half full it's stiff f's time thank Ooh. you bebop yay for compiling these for uh, the people here around this, this motley crew, this round table of sorts. If you had to choose a go-to costume for Halloween, what would it be? Jedi. That is a good go-to costume, actually, Absolutely. Matt. Absolutely. That, when you bring that up, that's... Yeah, you know I like that, too? Because no makeup. nothing, No prosthetics. You just no. throw it on. And if it's good, it's cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and you, and, and you kind of need the props, though. You need the props, but as long as you have the props, like if you a have if, if you have one of the Force FX, awesome. if you have some of the like one of the Force FX lightsabers, the rest of it could be crap. That's what I was gonna say. There's some awesome lightsabers, uh, right, online right now, and yeah. and they're like if you have one of those, and then you throw on a bathrobe, everybody knows what you're supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jedi is definitely go to, and I'm I've. Tried like I've been. I, that's what I normally dress up at as uh, Fan Expo when I go. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you right. remember? Yeah, I remember that. I think a um, go-to costume for Halloween is cowboy. Yeah, for me it's plaid shirt, jeans, <laughs> nice stubble. Do you, do you normally have? Hat. Do you normally have little pistols too? Bing, bang, bing, bang. Um, Spurs. It's not. It's not that I dress up as a cowboy all the time. <laughs> Sure you don't. But I'm not saying not I'm not with, either. Not but I'm not saying pants. only at Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Well, I, no, I, I think I have pistols somewhere. They're in sure. a. They're somewhere. I find yeah. a good quick go-to. If you've got a black suit, white shirt, black tie, you can either be A, Man in Black, or B, Agent Smith from Matrix. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually... To. That was going to... Uh, at first, I thought you were going to say, like, Clark Kent, because Clark Kent's a good go-to. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Halloween costume. If yeah, you, you need a Superman t-shirt. Sh- you need a t-shirt underneath, yeah. And a suit, yeah, exactly. And a pair of glasses. Hair, right? though. Mm-hmm. You need hair. I don't, I could, you do I need could, hair. Yeah, I could draw a little curly, 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 Q? curly mm-hmm. Q on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? Do you dress up for Halloween very much? I don't. I don't. No? No. What would you do if you needed a go-to costume? Um, the last couple of years where I was at a costume party, I went as uh, as uh, emo, emo kid. Where I just dress like all black. I'd That's wear, terrifying. I, I, wore, I wore like a. That's a terrifying. I wore like a costume. bad, a really bad wig that, that covered my <laughs> eyes, and I'd, I'd draw like I'd put like <laughs> in Mad Marker. I'd write crappy band names on my mm-hmm. on my arms, and then uh, put uh, <laughs> cutter Cutting. scars, cutter scars <laughs> on my. Well, like, horrible, but yes. Yeah. If you're, uh, hey, if you're they, emo they, and you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Another really nice uh, one you could do if you're really bored and you're really lazy. Just go to your convenience store, grab a bag of chips, pin it on yourself, walk in the party and be like, what are you? Like, I'm all that in a bag of chips. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would do that any day, actually, instead of just Halloween. Moving on. If you had to pick between bobbing for apples in a piranha-infested barrel or carving a new smile on your face, which Halloween fun activity would you choose? (laughs) Gotta go with the the apples on this one because at least you're you might have, you a, chance. Might have a chance. You might have a chance. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bobbing for apples. Uh, I guess at how how many piranhas? Like lots, lots of piranhas. Uh, I'm assuming infested. lots it says of infested. hungry, infested. lots infested. of hungry piranhas that are that obviously don't eat. It's fruit. been a long time since I bobbed for apples. I might. It's be not worried. easy. Yeah, it's I'm not. Say, easy. I know it's not easy. Of course, carving a new smile on your face. That's, I know. Uh, I mean, then you could always have the story of like, let me tell you how I got these scars. Yeah. <laughs> it was this or the piranhas. <laughs> was this or I piranhas. was on an episode of the last cast, and I had a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would pick... Uh, I would pick the apples, because I know that piranhas really only go crazy when they smell blood. Right, so let's. They don't just go for whatever. So let's hope someone doesn't sock you in the face before you try and attempt it, <laughs> or, or you try to do the smile. So thing same first. question, but just before someone punches you in the face, your mind. Or, or you change your mind and then go for bombing like, for the. Oh, that's a bad idea. I'm going to stick my idea. face in the bucket of piranhas. <laughs> or have uh, a cold sore. Or... Oh, cold sore. Yeah. Ooh. It might actually be a little bit of relief. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe. Eat my herpes, piranhas. <laughs> Isn't that a band? I feel... Yes. <laughs> yep. I feel bad for the next person to bob in that. <laughs> All right. If you could go trick-or-treating anywhere in the world, where would it be? New Orleans. Oh, that's perfect, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Because you're getting small shots of bourbon at every door. That's amazing. <laughs> I think I'm going to pick Hollywood. Yeah, yeah I was thinking no, Beverly, Beverly Hills. Rodeo Beverly. Drive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Rodeo Drive. Yeah. Does anyone live on Rodeo Drive? Do you have any trick or treat? Oh, we don't have any candy, but here's some diamonds. Yeah, sure. <laughs> here's a bag of How about Coke. A... <laughs> 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 That's what they give out these days, don't they? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is Hollywood. Isn't that just Parkdale? <laughs> Side note: There's sell- a couple bucks and an unused screenplay. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Side note: They're selling the H in the Hollywood sign. Eh? You know what? what? Yeah, the original H in the Hollywood sign is being uh, put up for auction. Huh. Yeah. So the H that's up there now is fake? Uh, no, that one I think is going to be taken down and sold, and they're going to put up a new one. Yeah, It's going to be Hollywood for a while. Uh, Tim, did you just concur, or do you have somewhere? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Matt to New yeah, Orleans. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm getting shots well, of bourbon. Rich and I are going to California. We'll see you later. Okay. Right, we'll hook we'll up later. Okay, <laughs> last if, if for this week. If you had to make a superhero costume, would you choose... <laughs> He's laughing. I don't know. Silky lace or itchy spandex. It seems like the go-to should obviously be the silk, but but it's lace. Yeah. yeah. So unless you're a superhero from the Victorian era, which is possible. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Captain Emma Frost clearly is wearing silk and lace. Well, I, who would want to have itchy skin tight? Clothing on, nobody would, right? That seems pretty obvious. Uh, well, no, I don't think no, so. No, what if, no, you're, no, what if you're a Canadian superhero? Like the the lace isn't going to cut it out there. Yeah, and, no, you got to late warm. night your vigilante runs. Well, I suppose not. If we're going back, it may it may actually draw you to the evildoers. <laughs> 
just show up on the streets in silky lace at night. They'll come to you. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of superheroes on yeah. my street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks once again for coming out. It is another edition of The Last Cast on Earth, and i got to give thanks uh, to Chris Coey. Thank you. Thank you. Matt Jemmett. Tim McLean. Excelsior, true believers. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye. And uh, shout out to Josh, who couldn't be here today. Josh, Josh. Josh. I'm Richie Favalero, and that is all she wrote. Well, that was really horrible. Watch for another episode soon of The Last Cast. Can we go home now?